Now, finally, today, it is my, my real joy to introduce to you one of my good friends, uh, Telly Marias. Telly is pastor. He's evangelist. He is entrepreneur. He is businessman. He is vice president of World Renewal America. And you know my, hopefully, maybe you know my uh, relationship to World Renewal and Gary Wright. Uh, and so I've worked with Telly for, well, you just had your 25th anniversary of World Renewal Brazil, which of, he is president of World Renewal Brazil. He is Brazilian. His wife, Heather, though, is English, and uh, he might, may tell you about that. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, Telly is one of those individuals that, uh, you, like I said last week in the message, you just, maybe you just, just to sit around a table and to hear what God is doing. And I think you're going to be blessed. He's brought with him uh, a special person to me, too, Pastor Valmi. Uh, yesterday, when we were going to dinner last night, uh, I made one of those traffic maneuvers that normally you shouldn't do with other people in the car, you know. And Val Me in the back says, uh, you drive like a Brazilian. And Telly says, that's not a compliment. <laughs> so uh, pray for them as they're with me this week. And uh, yes. So would you give a warm Willoughby Hills welcome to pastors uh, Telly. Well, thank you ever so much, uh, Pastor Steve. Uh, good morning, one and all. I'm so glad to be here, Willoughby Hills. Uh, it's my first time actually here on the platform, um, bringing uh, news from uh, God's work in the great country of Brazil. Uh, thank you for inviting me, and uh, I feel privileged. It's an honor for me to be here with you uh, this morning. And uh, I brought Pastor Valmi. Uh, with me, of course, uh, you heard uh, Pastor Steve say, I'm going to ask him to come here. Uh, but, Romy, por favor, he's going to say a few words here. Uh, you're going to have the privilege, if you never heard uh, Portuguese before, get ready, folks. It's going to be the heavenly language. <laughs> <laughs> so, here it goes, Pastor. Uh, bom dia, é um prazer estar aqui. Graças a Deus, estamos aqui mais uma vez pela vontade do Senhor. Então, assim, é muito bom estar nessa igreja, vendo todos vocês. Good morning. Eu não falei só isso, não. <laughs> He said, I didn't, I didn't say just that. <laughs> okay. No, he said, you know, what a privilege it is. He said, good morning, bom dia, in Portuguese, yeah. and uh, uh, it's such a blessing to be here with you this morning, worshiping the Lord. A gente louva a Deus por essa igreja. Em 2010 a gente teve o privilégio de conhecer o pastor Steve lá no Brasil. He said, I praise the Lord for your church in 2010. I had the privilege to meet Pastor Steve in Brazil for the first time. E alguns anos depois a gente poder estar aqui na igreja onde ele está pastoreando, sendo muito bem recebido por essa igreja, por, pelo Wayne que representa também essa igreja. So thank you so much for receiving us so well. Thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support through the years. A gente fica muito feliz em saber que é, essa igreja ela ama missões, ela trabalha por missões, ela ora por missões. We are so thankful to the Lord, knowing that Willoughby Hills is a church that uh, does missions, uh, prays for missionaries, and is involved in the Great Commission of Christ. Então isso na realidade é a nossa missão como igreja e glória a Deus por essa igreja. Muito obrigado por cada um de vocês que tem 
feito isso. So thank you for coming alongside with us and doing together uh, what the Lord has called us to do. Good morning. God bless you. <laughs> All right, pode levar. Friends, I've been in ministry for 35 years, and uh, it's just such a privilege to see uh, a young man like Pastor Valmy. Uh, I remember when he first came to church back in the uh, late 90s, maybe 99, 2000, as a young man, and, uh, and met the Lord there and see what the Lord is doing in his life, uh, life of his family. His wife, Michelle, uh, is a coordinator at the uh, International School in Carpina, which is one of uh, our ministries there. We have a Christian school as well. By the way, all of you who speak English, there's an open opportunity for you to come down and get your international fix in Brazil, okay? <laughs> Teaching English, what an opportunity. Great. So you can trade uh, Naples, Florida <laughs> in the winter and come and teach a quarter or a semester in Brazil. Just go a little further down. And uh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a beautiful thing. You speak a language that the whole world wants to speak. Isn't that great? You can go to the mission field. You don't even need to learn uh, 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 the language of the place because you speak English. You know the joke, right? People who speak two languages, bilingual, three languages, trilingual, more than three languages, you are polyglot. Who are those who only speak one language? Americans. <laughs> But you know, you don't need to learn a second language because everywhere you go, you can actually take the precious seed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In your own language, people listen to you because they want to learn your language. Folks, there's a verse in Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 18, that says, where there's no vision, the people perish. You know the verse. Where there's no vision, the people perish. In the Brazilian translation of the word of God, it says, where there's no prophecy, the people perish. Where there's no preaching of the word of God, the people perish. Aren't we privileged to live in a country with so much freedom? How many Bibles do you have at home? How many radio stations you can tune in your car? How many churches you can go to in this great country of yours. Do you understand there's, there are more Baptist churches in the state of Texas than in the rest of the world altogether? <laughs> Where there's no vision, the people perish. There are more than 50 countries around the world today where the gospel cannot be preached. It's forbidden. And it's our privilege and our responsibility to take the word of God all over the world. And I'm so glad to see that that's exactly what you are doing right here in Northeast Ohio. The world. Wasn't Jesus who said, I will build my church and the gates of heaven, the gates of hell, will not prevail against it. 
because we are open the gates of heaven through the preaching of the word of God. I don't know about you, but I get so excited to be a part of the program that will never go bankrupt. Have you thought of that? <laughs> There's no possibility. It's not like the, the stock market. Have you lost anything recently? <laughs> it's not a human program, folks. It's a heavenly program. It's an eternal program. And you and I are called to do this together. That's the beauty of it. The church of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ. We sang this, we sang this here today. Is the church of Jesus Christ, the most wonderful institution ever created. That's the institution the Lord left behind. His church, redeemed by his precious blood on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago. What a wonderful opportunity we have. What a privilege to take the word of God collectively. You know, there's no room for soul flight in the Christian living. We are together. We are the body of Christ, members of his body. Sometimes I wonder if the world understands things better than we, the church of Christ. Well, the word says that they are sometimes wiser than we are, right? Like snakes. And we should be that way. But at the same time, we should be as doves as well. I went into a bank in Indiana the other day, and there was a big advertisement. Those two guys who have a... Uh, program of remodeling homes. They're very popular in Brazil too. I don't know if they're twins. You know who I'm talking about? So they, they were both there standing side by side and one had a, uh, a uh, uh, jar of peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut butter. We don't have peanut butter in Brazil very, very often. You know, it's very expensive. When Americans come down and say, tell you, would you like us to take anything? Say, Bring a jar of peanut butter, extra crunchy, will you? <laughs> great. What a great food, peanut butter. But there's another one, the, the other guy, the brother, he holds another jar of uh, jam, probably. Well, you guys call jelly, right? My wife always calls jam. She's British, of course. And uh, jam. And there's bread. Bread by itself is pretty good. Peanut butter, yeah, I can go there with a spoon and get a but there's nothing like peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a glass of cold milk. There's nothing like it. And you know what's there on that advertisement? Tolton, Paul, I read that. <laughs> so good together. So good together. Friends, together we can do more, better, and faster. That's what's supposed to take place. Together we can do more, better, and faster. When the Lord said, I will build my church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's the body of Christ. It's us doing together. Both here in eastern, uh, northeastern Ohio, in this great state, 
in this great nation and around the world taking the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have a dream in Brazil with World Renewal Brazil to see 200 churches planted in that big area of the country. Northeast Brazil is as big as your Midwest. 75 million people live there. You know, if you go along the coastline where the big cities are, your missionaries came 150 years ago, and they planted churches. That's the best way to reach the person outside the church, the unbeliever. Planting churches is the best way to teach the new believers about the Lord, discipling them. The church of Jesus Christ, meaning the blood of Christ located in a certain community, is the best place to train leaders. Men and women, they're going to be trained by the pastors, by the elders, by the leaders, which is their primary responsibility to equip God's people for the work of the ministry. The local church, Jesus values the local church so much that 95% of the times when the word ecclesia, church, is pronounced in the New Testament, it's in relation to the local body of believer, which we call the local church. We have a dream to see 200 churches planted in the interior, northeast Brazil. Your missionaries came to the coastline and they did a wonderful job. We Brazilians have been challenged to go inland. There are more than 300 places, towns of 5,000, 6,000 people with no church preaching the gospel of Christ in Brazil. It's almost, it seems almost like impossible. How come? A free country like Brazil, why haven't we gone there before? It's our responsibility and our privilege that in our day and age, in our generation, we would reach those Brazilians who are dying with no Jesus, no hope, no salvation, because there's nobody there preaching to them. As I speak today here, there are a group of people from our churches, community churches, friends' churches, other churches in the area of Carpina where World New Headquarters are. 500 kilometers inland in a place called Boa Esperança. And because we need to do it together. That work started many years ago by a Baptist church. And I'm going to ask our guys there from the sound to just show you a two-minute video from Pastor Phil Workington, a partner in ministry, as we together plant churches in interior Northeast Brazil. Greetings, everyone. Here is Ademar, Ademar Neto, Neto José. and José. They are part of our church and Boa Esperança. We just want to thank you. These are bricklayers. Neto is a businessman. It's come from Caruaru. This is where his relatives were born. We want to thank you for your prayers, for your involvement in what God is doing in the country of Brazil, especially in Boa Esperança. We are getting ready for our evening service. There's a lot of people excited. You know, we have windows in the church. We have plasters on the walls. We have the doors inside of the church, and we are getting ready to worship God in a few minutes. 
10 years ago, 11 years ago, there were absolutely no Christians in Boa Esperanza. And now there is this church because of your prayers, because of the involvement of God's people. We just want to thank you very much for participating with us, helping us to see and further the kingdom of God. God bless you. Thank you very much for your prayers. Pray with us. Pray with us. There's a lot of work to be done. See, there's all the paintwork to be done to preserve the work. We have the inner ceiling. We need to put the lights in. We have all the electricity ready, but we need to put the lights in and all the flooring to make it easy to keep a clean area. And we need to now, we need to buy more chairs and tables because the children's have come in between 60 and 70 children during our service. God bless you. Thank you very much for your prayers. Friends, Phil Workentine is a Baptist pastor, partner in ministry. You know what's gonna take place with that building that they built? They are building, they are finishing up. They're gonna hand over to us, friends, churches in Brazil. We are providing that community with a pastor. Very first information here, Pastor, Pastor Flavio, who planned the Cajuru Claro Friends is the one. Actually, this coming Thursday, he's going to go there with Jon Snow and Pastor Pedro to check the place up because they are already praying and planning to move there in January where, when we're going to take 50 people from our churches, both community churches and friends' churches and other churches in the neighborhood. We're going to go there for two weeks to do ministry, vacation Bible school, door-to-door visitation. We have glory sports ministry. You're going to bring soccer. Do you know Brazilians love soccer, right? So <laughs> sports ministries, it's such an open door, including the public school system. I'll share with you a little bit about that. Friends, what an open door we have. So actually 500 kilometers from our headquarters, we're going to have an extended post for World Renewal Brazil. That is an area where percentage-wise, we have less than half percent of the population claiming to be born-again Christians. Last January, we had the privilege to go to the little town of Kumaru, 30,000 people, 100 kilometers from us. We took 48 people, missionaries, uh, young people from our churches. The same thing we're going to do that in, Jan- in January, Boy Esperanza, we did in Kumaru. The pastor of the Missionary Baptist Church in Kumaru is a former student from our seminary, church planner. We arrived there last January, and he had 17 people with him. It was the beginning of a church plant. Friends, I'm here to tell you, by the grace of God, the power of the Spirit of God, after two weeks of heavy evangelism and discipleship, we saw 106 people coming to Christ. Isn't that wonderful? It's just last month we had a group from a, a Bible church in New Jersey coming to visit and do English camp for our international school students. And we took them all to Kumaru, that very town I'm talking about. And we saw 75 people worshiping the Lord that Sunday night in that little church. The pastor is discipling the new believers. He's going after them. He's doing the work that needs to be done, making disciples. 
And that's what it's all about because together we can do more, better, and faster. So good together. So good together. Countries like yours, this great country of America. Friends, I love this country. It is the best place in the world for one to live. Sometimes I wonder if I love this country more than some Americans nowadays. They don't know what they have. You guys are a beacon to this world. God has used this great nation of yours so much to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. And now the baton is in your hands. It's our generation. Countries like yours and mine, people want to go and live there. The mission field is coming to us. We just had an example here a few minutes ago. You teach in English, reaching out to the Spanish community. Brazil is the same thing. You know, we are helping to plant a Haitian church in the state of Sao Paulo. They have a Creole service every Sunday morning. There's about 65 Haitians coming to worship in their own language. I have the privilege to preach in Portuguese and see my message translating to Creole to my dear brothers and sisters in Christ from Haiti in the big city of Limeira in the state of Sao Paulo. This is the world we live in. Two and a half years ago, a family from Pakistan came to Brazil as refugees. And Pastor Shabazz was a pastor, a church planner there. He was being persecuted by the Hindus and he was being persecuted by the Muslims alike. They were threatening to kill him. They were threatening to uh, kidnap their kids. He's got five kids, by the way, just like us. I said, if it was a soccer game, we are tied here five to five, Shabazz. And Shabazz showed up in Rio International Airport with 11 people from his family, his mom, his younger brother, who he led to the Lord and discipled and was helping him in ministry, planting churches. They have a Christian school there. They had to leave everything behind, fleeing for dear life. But you know what? <laughs> Nothing happens by chance in our lives. Isn't it true? Isn't that what we learn from God's word? He is in control. You know why we cannot? We don't need to fear the future because he is already there waiting for us. And God has given Shabbat such an opportunity among the refugees from all over the world in the big city of Rio de Janeiro. And we are about to start our first friend's church in the state of Rio among the refugees. Shabazz came to us when we were celebrating last year, 25th anniversary. Pastor Gary was there with Carol. We had a bunch of friends from America celebrating that date. I took Shabazz to the public schools. What an open door we have in Brazil in the public school system. Amazing, incredible. You know, we are losing our kids to prostitution, drugs, and violence. It's pitiful. It's not just here in this great state of yours. And I have heard news about heroin and how your teenagers are getting involved. And uh, what a tragedy. 
But you know the most violent school in Carpina is begging us, World Renewal, community churches, friends, churches, to come and help. We are there teaching chess, teaching basketball, teaching soccer. Believe it or not, with MMA classes, MMA classes, kicking for Jesus. <laughs> what an opportunity. People coming to Christ through those classes. Even special education kids, the law says they should be there, but the teachers don't know what to do. They're not prepared. At the international school, all of our preschool teachers have graduate studies in special needs. So we are sending them there as volunteers to take care of those precious students from the public school system. And Shabazz is taking every opportunity to share the gospel Christ. I was visiting with him a month ago and we took the day to go and visit different families of refugees. We took a food basket, we took the word of God. I visited with Shabazz and his brother, a family from Gambia, a family from Nigeria, a family from Angola, a family from India, a family from Pakistan had the opportunity to talk to a 19-year-old young man. After we gave him the food basket, started talking to him, he said, you know, I'm a Muslim. Our whole family is. But he said, uh, you, are, you guys are here to pray for us, right? <laughs> Can you imagine? You see, friends, when they come to our countries, a lot of the barriers start falling down. And as they interact with you and I, Christians, and we, we show them the love of God through our actions, we have kind words to them. We love them with the love of Christ. They start seeing there's dignity in human life. That Christians are different because we have the love of God that falls into us and through us and reach out. And we do that as a community because together we are doing the work better, faster, and we can do more. I never prayed such an evangelistic prayer in my whole life. In the presence of that Muslim young man, I went through the Roman road. <laughs> All those verses, I said, Lord, use your word. We know that it never comes back void, right? It's the word of God. The only one when the spirit of God gets the word and applies in somebody's heart, it has the power of transformation. You know what I'm talking about because you and I had that very moment when our lives turned around because of the gospel of Jesus Christ and his presence in our lives. Friends, what an opportunity. I'm so, so glad that I'm doing this together with you. I'm not alone. I feel your prayers. You know, missionaries in the mission field, we have needs. We're not super dudes. We are human. People ask me quite often, tell you, do you ever get discouraged? 
My answer usually is, yeah, a few times, three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Spirit of the Lord, if it wasn't for the answer of your prayers for your missionaries in the field, we would be done. You play so much of a big part. And you yourselves as missionaries, reaching across the street, in your neighborhood, your family members, your missionary in the marketplace, making a difference for Christ right there with your business. We are trying to develop in Brazil business models where we can train people, not only the Bible and theology, to go out and start churches, but for them to be able to start businesses and support themselves and their families and create jobs, give opportunities. And with that, has been able to multiply more workers to not only win the country of Brazil with the gospel, but go overseas. Gary always says, Telly, Brazilians are well received all over the world. I don't know what you guys have, but you find grace everywhere you go. Maybe it's because of soccer, I don't know. <laughs> We're not that great anymore anyway. I don't know what they look up to you. <laughs> but yes, it, it is true. But you know, even as Brazilians, we cannot go to many, many countries around the world as career missionaries. They don't let us in. But you can go as a business person. You can go as a professional. And we are praying and working, and I covet your prayers in that respect, that the Lord will make Brazil a launching pad to reach those close countries around the world. We can do it. Together in the power of the Lord, we can fulfill the great commission in our generation. Are you ready to make a difference? Are you ready to continue to serve your church? This is the headquarters. There's no other institution for the believer to be serving God. It's right here in his church. And from here, to get the streets of your neighborhood and across the world. And God wants to use you and he wants to use all of us because together we can do more, better, and faster. So good to be together. Shall we pray? Lord, we have no words to express our gratitude this morning. We love you, Father. You know our hearts. We praise your name. We worship you, Lord. We exalt your name. Because you're the only one worthy to be praised. And we are so thankful for Calvary. Not only the forgiveness of our sins, but the purification from all unrighteousness. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for the ministry of your spirit within us. The one who guides us, go before us, behind by our side. Thank you for your mighty hands resting upon our heads. Lord, we desperately need you today. We pray that you give us a new insight about this togetherness thing.
about your church and how much you love your church and each one of us who are part of it. Lord, help us to understand what you have for us. And with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I'd like to ask you real quick, is the Holy Spirit speaking to us this morning? And would you like to say, Lord, I want to do more. I want to be more involved. Would you show me the people I need to be sharing the gospel with? Bring to my mind, stir my heart, give me a spirit of prayer and the courage to speak up. Help me to make a difference in my local church, to be an active member and participant in the great commission of Christ. Would you say yes to the Lord? Raise your hand. I'd like to pray for you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Anybody else? Amen, amen, amen. Lord, thank you. Continue to work in our hearts, Lord. Do as you please. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Steve. Tell me. Yes. Now you know why I like to hang around this guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the work to being done there, but, the, uh, you know, Telly shared with me yesterday, and I hope I can share this. It's okay if it's not, just cover my mouth or something as I'm talking. But he says, well, you're 59 years old? Yeah. Yeah, and he says, you know, I, of course, you don't know how, we, none of us know how many years we have left in ministry, no matter how many years we're going to be. He says, but I'm, I'm committed to the rest of my ministry to planting as many friends' churches in Brazil as I can. And so we're behind you. We support World Renewal on a monthly basis. And it's for ministries like Telly, like, like Brazil. Uh, this is World Renewal's biggest, biggest ministry, our biggest uh, outreach. And, 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 it be, and, and as the friends have come along and as, as Eastern Region has come along and embraced Telly and embraced World Renewal, it's just been a great. But we can especially be praying. Pastor Flavio is going to, what's the name of that church again? Boa Esperanças. Good Hope. That's the name of the place. Good hope. I can get that one. Yeah. <laughs> Boa is something. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're going to get that name spelled out. We're going to get it to you so you can be praying for that. Amen. And be praying for Shabazz and yes. the New Friends Church starting in Rio. in Rio de Janeiro. Gives us another reason to go there, right? <laughs> yeah. And then one thing that I don't think we mentioned, but Valmi, when I went and visited him and, and, and was with him and Michelle, um, Valmi was the first Friends Church pastor in ever in Brazil. Yes. So he was the first one. He's the one we went in 2010 for the first church, and it was great to, yes, yes, yeah. give him, yes. Yeah. And so we're just, we're just excited to be partnering with these folks and, and so many others. Uh, we sent a missionary, one of their missionaries, one of their young men, one of the best pastors, really, in, in Carpina and come up through the school there has been sent and is now in Mozambique. That's right. And missionary to Mozambique. So uh, it's, it's beginning. The launching pad's beginning, but we really want to get interior. We want to move from Recife mm -hmm. in, and then Carpina, which is about... 
30, 40, 50 minutes mm-hmm. uh, from in- inland and then on into the inland of Brazil. And we get to partner with that. Morningstar Friends Church from Chardon just sent down a team two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're down there ministering, had a great time. And uh, I'd love for you to come down. Telly's got a nice big house. We can all just join in. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. and I'm sure Heather would love to have us. <laughs> Let's stand together. We're going to close in prayer. And I want to pray for these two, thank especially you. and for thank the work you. in Brazil. Lord, we just thank you for the word today. Lord, we thank you for Telly and, and his vision, his passion. Lord, his entrepreneurial spirit. Lord, the wisdom that you give this man. I pray that you continue to, to, to lead him and direct him in all the paths that he should take. Lord, and especially as he leads and as planting churches and Lord, using people like Val Me and Lord, like Flavio, Pastor Flavio and others, that Lord, you, you, would, you would bless them, Lord, that you would strengthen them, encourage them. Lord, I pray for Val Me and his family and his two little precious little girls. Lord, I pray that you would protect, watch over them, and Lord, um, encourage them. And Lord, I, we're just excited that we can partner. We can have an influence in uh, Painesville. We can have an f- influence down in uh, Columbus with Pastor Norbu. And Lord, we can have an influence all the way down in Carpina, Brazil, and even all the way down in Rio. Lord, we just pray that you would multiply. Lord, that you would take your word and it wouldn't return void. Lord, that Lord, the, whether, whether it's Brazilians that hear it or Lord, refugees from wherever, Lord, that you would bless that word, and Lord, you would bless the work taking place, and be with us, Lord, encourage us to have this same passion, Lord, it's, it's a, every time it just encourages me, and, and Lord, challenges me to have the passion for those around me, Lord, that, that are my mission field right here, and Lord, for uh, each one of us, we thank you, and Lord, just go with us now, Lord, may, may it be a great week, and as we contemplate, as we think and reflect upon the words we've heard, Lord, would you encourage us to live for you, the light shining in the darkness, and it's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Go. Uh, Don't forget to stop, pick up books, take books, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.